Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Avani Jane. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Welcome to the very first episode of Unsubscribe. I'm so excited to be here with all of you behind the mic once again. It's just such an honor to be here and honestly a dream come true. I have been thinking and eating and breathing all the different ideas that I want to bring to you behind the mic in this podcast. And it's been such a joy already. And finally, to put that in this form, it's incredible. I'm beyond excited. I created this podcast for all of us who are tired of doing it all, holding it all together and living in hustle mode. I am done living that way. And I think you are too, especially if you're listening to this podcast. I wanted us to have a space where we could talk about all of the things that make us feel burnt out, tired, stuck, icky, frozen, and decide to unsubscribe to those programs or stories that are no longer serving us. And also to subscribe to things that do feel right at this point in our lives so that we can live a life that truly lights our soul. I want to challenge the status quo together. And that is what this podcast is all about. We are going to go deep together. And I'm not going to put watered out content on this platform for you. If it's not vulnerable, if it's not real, if it's not authentic, I don't want it. And I want to give you an example of how I'm doing that. This is actually the third time I'm recording this very first episode. I recorded V1, didn't like it, discarded it recorded V2, sent that to my production team to review. And they gave me some really incredible feedback, actionable feedback. Shout out to Soulfire Productions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so I'm here talking about everything I wanted to talk about once again, but making it even better. I just want this podcast to be so good and so full of juicy nuggets that every time you listen, it feels like something clicked into place even more. So that's why we're here. And On the topic of going deep together, that's actually the thing that we're going to go into today on the episode. Today, we're talking about how to unsubscribe to playing small. And I want to take you back. Right now, you're probably listening to this January 2024 or afterwards. And I want to take you back one year ago to early 2023. Because for me, that's when a series of big changes started to happen. I had some changes happening in my personal life. And then in my work life, my incredible director of operations decided to leave to start her own business, which is so amazing. But it was the number one thing I feared in my agency. I thought if she left, that I wouldn't be able to do it anymore. I wouldn't be able to run Matcha Design Labs anymore. And that one thing that I feared the most happened. The moment that happened, it sent me into what felt like an existential crisis. I didn't know if this is what I was supposed to do anymore, running an agency. My desires and needs as a human had started to change. And I 
was not only having a, hey, what am I going to do for work and a career crisis, but also who even am I crisis, an identity crisis. And I just didn't know. There was a period of void and a period of living in this space of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that lasted for months, majority of 2023, actually. And as someone who loves to have a path forward, who loves making a plan and click up or outside of click up, it was scary to be in that space of, I don't know. And I felt like I was going to be stuck there forever. Honestly, I wondered if I was going to get my fire back or my fuego back as my friend Alex and I love to call it. I didn't know if I even wanted to have an agency anymore. I wondered if I should shut my business down. I wondered if I should find a way to pivot or change things or start a new business. And on top of that, it was a tough year in business. It was the first year in business my agency didn't grow from a revenue standpoint. We grew in other ways. But my ego, my career-minded, productivity-minded brain was like, wait, this is this happened, now this isn't working, and now it's all crumbling down, and who am I even to do all of this? My confidence was shattered. I felt like I was spiraling, and I didn't know when it was going to end. I wondered if I was even cut out to be a business owner anymore. I didn't feel like I had it in me, and none of it felt right. And I remember during this time period, six, seven, eight, nine months, I remember telling everyone that was close to me, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I said it to myself and to others over and over and over again. And I felt myself being in that victim mindset for months. Then one day I heard myself saying that. Suddenly I heard myself saying, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And I like looked at myself. It was kind of like an out-of-body experience. Who are you? I don't recognize you anymore. I was disgusted with myself. I just the version of myself that I once was, maybe that person was coming back or pieces of that person were coming back. And I was like, wait, I've been playing the victim mode all this time. I've been allowing life to happen to me and not for me. And it was time to take my power back. And when I realized it was time for that, I needed to go do some work. I need to to dive in and dive in deep to figure out what was next. And that moment of diving in deep into myself, into different subject matters, into different goals, that's what provided the answers for me. And one of those answers was creating this podcast, (laughs) which is so cool. But I needed time. I needed space. And I remember when I realized I was this I don't know mode and victim mindset mode, I started doing things bit by bit. I dove into health. I dove into nurturing relationships. I created space to experiment. And I went all in on these things. I needed to go deep to figure out what was next. What does going deep mean, actually? For me, going deep means taking a big bet on myself, letting go of the edge of the pool, and for a moment, or many moments, 
allowing myself to sink in, dive into the dark depths, even when it's scary. And I always imagine myself in a swimming pool or even in an ocean. And this is something I loved to do when I was little, when I went swimming and I was in a pool and I would just hold my breath and let myself sink into the water. And I would be in this magical other place and it would be quiet. The depths of the waters are quiet. The depths of our consciousness are quiet. Sometimes they're dark. A lot of times in our consciousness, it's dark, like in a swimming pool, if it's bright outside, you can see beautiful patterns, but there's something beautiful about those spaces where it becomes quiet and we're left with ourselves. I can't hear anything. My thoughts that are going through my head, that's all I have. And that's when I really get to inspect myself, look at myself in the mirror and ask myself questions and allow those questions to reverberate into the void and maybe come back with some answers or some more thoughts. And to me, that's what going deep means, letting go, sinking into the ocean or the pool and trusting that those depths, those waters, that peace, that quiet, that space is going to allow me to find answers within myself. And it's also similar to this concept that I heard about once called egg wisdom. So when babies are made, there's an egg and there's a sperm. What's amazing about the egg is the egg doesn't do anything. It drops and it stays. That wisdom, that energy, it's not going to go find, find the little sperm to fertilize it. No, that egg drops and it stays. That egg stays in the depth until something comes towards it, until an idea comes towards it, until a spark comes towards it, until some DNA in the sperm comes towards it. And that's when that egg is fertilized and can move on to the next phase of its existence. And that is what going deep is. It is sinking in and it is being that egg, trusting, allowing, knowing that being in that one place is right where it needs to be. And those other ideas are going to come. Those other nudges are going to come. And when they come, they are going to be absolutely incredible. That is what going deep is. But what does it take to actually go deep? Because going deep, especially internally, is really scary. It's terrifying to visit the things that you've boxed away, that you've been afraid to look at, to address, maybe from your past, maybe from recent times. So going deep requires time, energy, attention, resources, essentially. It's a resourcing thing. And that's what I chose to do when I decided I need to go within myself and figure out what it is I want to do next, figure out who I am now after all these things have happened and understand what the best next step to take is. For me, I was putting more time towards various things. And I'll talk about those various things in a moment. I was putting a lot more energy to it. My brain space, my mental capacity was going towards going deep on a handful of things. And so was my money. I was investing in myself in different ways in order 
to learn, to grow, to address things that maybe are keeping me stuck that are keeping me where I am, that are not allowing me to break through my upper limit ceiling. So the things that I personally went deep on are health and relationships. To me, health is twofold, physical and mental. That mental piece, wading through that, really hard, really difficult, but that can give the most amount of clarity, the most amount of answers. And that's what I found to be true. So I dove in. I said, I'm going to hire a functional medicine doctor. I'm going to make sure I have meals ready for me. This is something both me and my husband, Tushar, did. I'm so glad that we were able to do that and have meals that are ready for us every day. And hire a trainer to do really incredible workouts. Now, these things didn't all happen overnight. I layered them on one moment, one phase at a time. But I went all in because I wanted to be in the best physical shape. And for me, when the world around me is spinning and I don't know what's happening, the only thing that I have control over is myself, my physical health, and my mental health, which is why health itself was so important for me to invest in so that I could find the answers. And every time I did a workout, if I used a tonal, if I did a workout with my trainer, I felt like I entered this meditative space where I was able to leave my monkey brain behind. The monkey brain loves chatter and allow space. Because when we allow space, when we're in that deep, deep pool or that deep, deep ocean with that space and quiet, that's when those answers float out, reveal themselves to us. It's magical. But creating that space, creating that quiet is so challenging sometimes, especially in the world we live in today. And the other thing that I invested heavily in, in different ways that I hadn't before, was my mental health. For the first time ever, I started going to therapy. I found an incredible woman who's my therapist, and she is this amazing third party that allows me to question things within myself, beliefs that I have, and understand where they came from, where they were rooted, the events that created them in my past. And she has enabled me to go back and look at those events and see them from a different perspective to reframe. And so that's an investment, investing in therapy. And I've been also doing some biohacking stuff, which I love, sauna, cold plunging. Sauna has been surprisingly one of the places where I've gotten the most aha moments and the most space to allow the answers to come to me. I have so many questions. The questions weren't hard. What am I going to do? What am I meant to do? Is this right for me? Am I still supposed to be doing this? What do I like now? What are my hobbies now? Those are had like a zillion and one questions. The questions weren't the hard part. It was making space for the answers. And that's to me what going deep is, is sinking into the moment, the discomfort of the moment and allowing yourself to be. Ask those hard questions. Maybe ask someone to help you ask those hard questions like a therapist or a friend or a life coach, and then make space for the answers. Making space for the answers is crucial. It's vital. And the sauna experiences for me were where the answers came in the strongest, the loudest. It was just so cool. I recently read a book called Wintering by Catherine May. It's incredible if you feel like you're in this space of I don't know or in the space of the void in your life right now, highly recommend it. And she talks about how 
sauna is such a helpful experience when you're in the phase of wintering and trying to trying to work through trudge through hard moments. Saunaing can be very healing. Saunaing, I don't know if that's actually a verb, but it is now. And so these are some of the things that I did. These things take time. They take space. They take energy to plan it out, to make space in your day for these. And so a lot of my mental capacity was going towards it. A lot of my actual time in my calendar was going towards it. And I was putting money towards it, investing. A really good way to look at what your priorities in life, by the way, is take a look at where your money is going. If you do an expense audit and see which categories your money is going towards, and that will reveal what your priorities in life are. It's really cool. Going towards eating out and going to the bar, going to the club. That's awesome. It's super fun, but that's where your priorities are. And that's wonderful. Maybe that's the phase of life that you're in. For me, I was in this like, let's go all in on being the best optimal health, being the best mental health, physical health. And that's where we are. And it helped that my husband, Tushar, was also in that mode of life. So we both did it together. Having an accountability partner is incredible. So I went deep on health. I went deep on relationships too. I started this whole experience where I was like, okay, I need to find who are my friends that I really want to go to and lean on. And maybe I needed to find some new ones too, as I wanted to expand and level up in the type of friendships that I had. And so I did that. I did a whole exercise where I friend dated for a long time. And then I found a few people that I was really resonating with. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go deep into this relationship because I can feel that it's serving both of us. And it's a relationship where we're not on the surface level. Immediately in the first conversation, we dove in, we talked about the good stuff and it felt incredible. And investing in those relationships and creating rituals, for example, going on walks together or catching up for coffee or having fancy lunches together or having work sessions together, creating rituals that allowed space to go deep in those friendships was really great. And having that friendship or those friendships helped me in this time, this void, this experience of I'm floating, I don't know what I'm doing, having friendships because, and also family, family, friends, all the people in your life that support you, they can do this for you. They held me up. They believed in me. They supported me and knew that I was going to find my fire again. <laughs> Even though apparently I didn't know that. I just didn't. But they knew. They held that vision for me. And that's why I think it's so magical to be able to go deep on relationships in that way. So what did I find in those depths? <laughs> what actually happened when I made space, when I had those sauna sessions where the ideas started downloading where the things that I was worried about started to click into place one by one. Almost I can visualize the sound of things clicking one at a time during these moments, during those sauna moments, during those cold plunge moments where I was trying to make it through being in 45 degrees of super cold water or workouts. What started to click was I had a lot of cruft that was built up of things that I was doing that weren't serving me anymore. And those things, those ways of being were keeping me stuck. They were so sticky after a while that the mechanism was slowing. And those things included people-pleasing, obligations, 
maybe friendships or acquaintances that I didn't want to invest in in the same way anymore. Made up structures or made up busy work, things that I thought were important that weren't actually important. And I was stuck in these ways of being, not just in my personal life, but also in my business. The business I built was amazing and beautiful and an entity of its own, a living, breathing thing of its own. But then I realized the way it is today, the version of my business today, that's not the business I would want today. I had to ask myself hard questions and listen to the hard answers. And they weren't necessarily answers that I loved. I needed to change things. That's what I realized. I needed to change the way I operated, change the view I had of my business and my relationship with my work. I needed to reacquaint myself. And I was able to do this in this period of going deep. I needed to reacquaint myself with what filled me up, what lit me up. What were the things that I was meant to do that felt really good? And I heard those answers within myself and maybe within journaling and within conversations. I love verbally processing things with people, which is why having amazing relationships where I can talk through things is so valuable. And I realized I am here to expand. I'm here to expand myself as a human being, to be more for the people I love, to be more for the people I interact with on a daily basis. And I am here to expand others. I'm here to show you what is possible in this life. I'm here to show you that you can take a belief, look at it and decide I'm going to unsubscribe to that. And just like that, in an instant, it doesn't need to be in your mind in the way it used to anymore. Just like that, in an instant, that belief can be gone and reprogrammed with a new one. The science of the brain is incredible. There are so many great modalities to help you do that as well. But if you train your mind on looking at things as options, as opportunities that you can pick up and take on or leave, you can leave them on the shelf. You can leave that belief of people pleasing on the shelf for someone else to pick up. (laughs) It's not yours. You don't have to wear that sweater, the people pleasing sweater. I imagine this like pink fluffy sweater with the words people pleasing in like yellow yarn on it. That's what I'm imagining right now. I don't have to wear that people pleasing sweater. That's not mine anymore. It doesn't fit me anymore. It doesn't feel good anymore. It's scratchy. Ugh. It is not me. That's not the style of uh, clothing that I wear anymore. And this idea of leaving it there for others is something that feels so good to me. It feels so right to me. And I want to make sure that all of you know that. And And all of these ideas started to come to me in those moments of going deep. I am here to expand. And once those things clicked, whoa, that's when the fire came back. That's when the ideas came back. That's when I was like, wait a second. I feel like doing something. I feel like making something. I feel like building again, creating again. That energy is starting to flow back to me. And it is here to show up in a big way. But I needed to bet on myself first. I needed to say, I'm going to pause and go deep. I'm going to go deep and allow myself to listen to the uncomfortable void in order to get answers and let that bet pay off so I can be the next version of who I'm meant to be. 
in order for me to become that person, I needed to take a big bet on myself and I needed to unsubscribe to playing small. I was playing small, living life the same way, living my business the same way it has been for six years. That wasn't serving me anymore. I was playing small and I wasn't doing the things that I was meant to do. So looking at everything, just looking at all on a list, mental list. I love ClickUp, which is a project management system. I'm obsessed with it. And so I think things in lists sometimes. And so when I look at a list, mental list of all of the things that I've been doing, I was looking at that list in this moment of what am I doing with my life, realizing that so much of what was on there was not right anymore. So I feel like during this time, I literally went through that and said, nope, Nope, opt out, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Almost like I was going through my email inbox and looking at all this mail that I didn't want anymore. I had signed up for it once a long time ago, but I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that person that needed that email from Joe Schmo or Sally over here that has something that she's selling and it's really cool, but like that's not for me anymore. I needed to unsubscribe to all of those things in order to make space for the new beliefs that were for me. And that's what we all get to do. But the idea of making that space to look at all of those things, that list of things that we're like, okay, these are all our beliefs. Are those really serving me? Is this really who I want to be? Those questions can be hard. They can be really nerve wracking to look at and Sometimes we can't even look at them because it challenges who we are at the core, who we've built up and maybe spent a lifetime building up at the core. And it's scary to burn it all down and leave it behind. But what's magical is when we do burn it all down, that's when the next version of ourselves has space to appear. The thing I want to warn you about, this practice of making space, going deep and looking at what you really want to subscribe to in life, this causes waves. This makes people uncomfortable. This makes people disappointed because their version of who they thought you were has changed. It has shifted and it should shift. You are a dynamic human being, but it can cause ripples that make people kind of unhappy. And if that does happen, that's okay. It's okay to disappoint people. They'll learn. They will figure it out. They'll realize who you are becoming is for the greater good of you and the greater good of others. And you need to know that that is going to happen when you do this deep, deep work. So there you have it. The all in how to go deep and how I've gone deep playbook for you. It's not easy, not quick, it's not painless. And it asks you to look at the shadows. It asks you to go to the back of the fridge where no one goes to find that container you've been saving, 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 and then suddenly it went bad. And now you have to open it and deal with it, which I hate cleaning out the fridge. So, you know, a good metaphor for this. But at the end, you are going to come out refreshed and energized, reinvigorated. And that's where I am here today, behind this microphone, in this podcast. The Fuego has returned. And I could not be more thrilled. I really appreciate all of you listening in and making it all the way to the end of the very first episode. I'm so excited for what's to come. We have some incredible content lined up for you. And if you are serious 
about taking a look at your life and unsubscribing to what no longer serves you anymore, please join the unsubscribe challenge that I'm doing. I'm so excited to bring you all into this and take you on a little mini exercise of unsubscribing in life together. You can join by going to ebonymariella.com slash unsubscribe. And I'll take you through different areas and different ways that we get to opt out of those things that we're ready to leave behind. So join me there. And if you're listening to this episode and loved it, please, 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 it would mean the world to me if you left a review and maybe shared this on your social media. You can tag me at Avani M. Jane. I'm so excited to keep chatting with all of you. But for now, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Take care.